0: Before we get into the review show, thanks to the folks at Racetech, Racetech Racetech.com, Pulp 21 to save, get motor work done, get suspension work done. Great guys down there. They work on your vintage bike as well. Give your bike some love. It'll uh, give you some love back, all right? Please, just get some new seals, get some uh, spring rate for your weight and or speed. They got one-piece valves over there. A lot of top racers and privateers rely on Racetech. And if you call there and mention Pulp, they'll save on your work. So uh, it's a win-win for everybody, right? So get on board with that. And uh, thanks for listening to the show.
1: Apropa MX Network Production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires, Renthal, Motorsport.com, and Kuba Links on racerxonline.com. Your continued support of our sponsors—we have surpassed 1,700 podcasts delivered with over 17 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. Uh-huh. Original Moto Podcast featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis.
0: Welcome everybody to the Fly Racing Racer X Review Show. Uh, this is the comprehensive look at Lakewood and all that went down there. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. don't, don't forget tell a friend download them um leave a review on itunes as well if you can i really appreciate it been doing the podcast game now for uh 13 years still a lot of fun to talk about the races and everything else so really appreciate it thanks to fly racing thanks to those guys for coming on board their 2021 lineup is uh deeper than ever before and they've got a lot of uh different lines for you they've got enduro lines as well they've got race lines they've got fully vented stuff it's, it's getting hot now. So whatever it is, you can uh, find something from the folks at Fly Racing. They do a great job year in and year out. Their Formula Helmet absolutely kicks ass. Um, so please check those guys out. Thank you to Renthal, Maxis, Motorsport.com, Cobra Links, all on board with this podcast as well. Onyx Maps and Arma as well. Um, and uh, yeah, man, thank you for um, l- uh, listening to these things. It's, it's been a lot of fun. So FlyRacing.com and uh, let's get into the Lakewood review with uh, JT and Weed, shall we? And now, as promised, on the Fly Racing Racer X podcast show, presented by the folks at Maxis, Renthal, Cobolinks and Motorsport.com, as well as the folks at Arma and uh, Onyx Maps, Let's talk about Lakewood and all that happened around two Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships. Uh, I'm Steve Mathis, of course. Welcome to me. Welcome to the line. The voice of Pro Motocross, Jason Wagen. What's up, Weege? Yeah. Still on your vacation. I'm really calm, man. I'm still-
2: yeah, I'm still on vacation now. I'm in Colorado for a few more days. Yep. Um so you justify this many weekends away from the family, you bring them in as many as you can. So I've not been home since um yeah, before Pala and I'm actually gonna be home for about eight hours. I land Wednesday night and then Thursday morning I fly to Wisconsin for a uh, another street bike race.
0: So oh wow. Wow, you really do I was
2: very, yeah. very tempted to just drive from Colorado to Wisconsin and just keep on going.
0: Right. right. Very tempting. Um yep. Jason Thomas from Fly Racing, how are you?
3: I'm good. Just, uh, just waiting on you guys to pull it together here.
0: Ouija's uh Ouija's vacation seems very expensive.
3: It's very uncharacteristic, but it is very much what up Ouija's alley where it looks like there's a lot of activity going on. Like it doesn't seem very relaxing. There uh there's cross country trips, there's yeah. a, a lot of uh logistics involved. Um doesn't feel like vacation.
2: No, it's not relaxing uh, at all. Um but because it is somewhat work related, uh, me and my accountant will figure out what portions of this trip can be business and write-offs and all that. So it all comes together at, uh, by next by next April.
0: Um, also, Weege, like take this—you uh, know—hopefully take, take this the right way. You're kind of a mess. Like, like you're an organized chaos. You live in this mm-hmm. state of that, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine trying to get the wife, the kids, everybody together, schedule stuff, figure out the drive times, like you're kind of uh, JT would a disaster be too strong of a word?
3: Yes, it would. Okay. Uh, because it seems like it's, it seems like it's happening pretty well. I'm, I'm more shocked at the way Weech operates, which is everything is last second. Right. That you're pulling any of this off. Uh, but it seems like it's going to plan.
0: That's what I mean. I, yeah. He's just a, he doesn't, you know, like, yeah. Anyways,
3: it's Weege. not smooth at all. It's not smooth
2: at all. Okay. Um, and it's every day is another drama such as uh I was at the track at I think seven o'clock yesterday and I had to host the press conference at eight and I, there was no I had no ride. I was just stranded at the racetrack. And I'm like, OK, I've gotten 972 details dialed in here over the last week. But this is my next obstacle. It's like an episode of a TV show where like every there's just here's the next drama. And I'm like, OK, how am I going to get to the hotel without a car? um and that was just one of many 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 all week yeah getting to the in, track friday very stressful very are, you, stressful in some sort of, are
3: you in some sort of training like where at some point this is the culmination and you just keep getting you know like this is steel's training where they keep throwing the next evolution of this and at some point it's all going to come together and you're you're finally ready to be released into the wild it does feel like that i mean putting the five different post-race shows together
2: at the end of the race and i'm like okay i'll get to the how i get back to my hotel that's number six but i gotta do these five for story shows first so we just relax take each step at a time so um yeah it's organized chaos that's exactly what it is and my gosh on friday i was internally almost losing my mind like will i make it to the track in time <laughs> and then uh uh samantha nicolini our social media person is like hey you have to be at the track at three we have an eli tomac interview lined up so i'm trying to turn this titanic uh, we're in moab uh 340 miles from the track friday morning and I'm trying to get this pack of my family and drive five hours. Cause if there's one rider I would say you don't want to, you know, no show on, probably be Tomac. So so uh yeah, the Friday was that added or took years off my life for sure. Uh, I have to get there. Yeah.
0: Well, it was nice of you to stop by here to see the uh the dog on your way up through Vegas last week. So that was great.
2: Oh, Uncle Steve had treats, he had he had an arcade system ready for the children. Uncle Steve entertaining yeah, my kids everywhere. Yeah,
0: nothing to do with uh, uh, Auntie Pookie. Nothing to do with her at all. That was all me. Yep, yep.
2: Steve loves kids. Always oh, yeah. has. I actually asked you and, and Pookie, I'm like, wait, you have literally like two or three random people come to your house every Monday. Do kids ever come? And I think Aiden Kiefer, who's not even a kid, yeah. was pretty much the only answer you could come up yeah, with. Yeah,
0: yeah, that was it. Yep, that's it. Uh,
2: no children ever
0: nothing, nothing, so well, <laughs> have fun on the rest of your vacation Weege, and uh yeah try to try to keep it uh, in between the lines um all right let's uh let 's talk about lakewood um what a race that that four fifty first moto uh weech that was something else man that was that was great that was so fun to watch a c led Kenny led dylan led, then Kenny led, what a race.
2: Yeah, it really is something you've almost never seen from the 250s. Like, there, ha- or f- sorry, from the 450s. We've seen some 250 motos through the years, uh, actually at that track, ironically, um, where you have these battles where you can't even keep up. You're like, wait, I thought this guy was in third. Now he's in sixth. Now he's in fourth. Now he's in fifth. Like, you could not keep up with the action. It almost reminds me the absolute peak of racing action, the legendary 1990 Atlanta Supercross. JT, I think you remember that one. Where eventually the announcers, Dave Despain and Larry Myers, just give up. They just give up. And they just say, I can't keep up with it. They're passing each other in every corner. And that's the way it was. Like, if you ask anyone, like, where was Webb, Mooscan, Sexton, uh, I don't know, Craig and Plessinger on each lap? No one would know. (laughs)
0: Right. It
2: was like fourth through tenth, just shuffling every three
0: turns. Yeah. It was Unreal. It was great. I wonder, you know, uh, Osborne didn't like it. Justin Bogle didn't like it. uh, A few other guys didn't like it, but JT, the track prep was definitely something different than what we've seen at a national. There was dust out there. I I had, I was dirty. I look, I didn't look like JT at uh, Utah. I wasn't soul man, but there was (laughs) certainly a lot of dust and dirt in the air Mm -hmm. because the wind picked up, I guess. and, And, and some people weren't there to, uh, influenced the track i guess and the wind picked up at one point and dried it really out uh real different track prep and and i say and and the most of guys i talk to you could move around and that's what produced the passing so let's leave it let's 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 go back into that a little bit
3: well i think it's great to have some variety you know we we should have races that are harder than others and some that are softer and ruddier and some you know like i like having different venues and different soil types and preparation styles and all that I, I think that really leads to a better series uh clearly there was an effort here to not rip it as deep in the morning which you know the the big fear there is kind of what we saw a little bit in the second moto you're you're worried about dust and you're worried about it getting really hard pack and turning into almost concrete especially with a, a base soil like we see at thunder valley um, but you know, I thought until that maybe, maybe a few spots in the second moto got, got dusty and hard packed. you know, I'm, I'm watching it back right now. And, and there are certainly some spots that could have been a little better, but I thought certainly in time qualifying and certainly in the first moto, it was, you know, one of the best prep tracks we've seen in quite a while, especially for Thunder Valley. Um, you just run into a little bit of that challenge in the second moto and, and it's kind of pick your poison. Do you want a softer racetrack that, that is – it's just muddy in the morning. It's the only way to go about it. And then you're going to have a little bit softer, more supple racetrack in the second moto. Or do you want to have it perfect all day and then sacrifice a little bit in the second moto?
0: I just don't want ruts in every corner where you have to uh, pick a slot and get into. You know, um, the the ruts over by behind the starting gate, coming onto the start straight, like that corner. Like that, that corner was um, in the past rutted up. You know, this one, the guys could go outside, inside. You know, it was just – I want to see passing, and, and this one this this allowed the guys to pass. Lakewood generally has been pretty ruddy, uh, you know, pretty muddy, pretty ruddy. So I don't know. I, I not everybody's a fan of it. You'll never get anybody to agree 100 percent on it, but I like this track prep. Weege, I thought it, I thought it really helped the race. I thought that's why we got to see a good race.
2: The only thing that drives me nuts is the absolutes because there are two completely different schools of thought. Um, we have had super ruddy tracks. But that did lead to awesome battles at this track. I mean, again, some of those 250 motors I referenced were because of the ruts because it was causing mistakes, and everybody, you know, no one could put in perfect laps. So they'd make mistakes and they'd pass each other. So we've seen it work with the super rutted conditions sometimes. And then yesterday, I mean, I thought it was going to be bad. I'm like, this is, this cannot be what they did on purpose. It did not seem like it was by design. And I'm like, uh oh, they, they either fell behind on watering. I mean, dude, on Friday, did you go to the track on Friday, no. Steve? It was no. super deep. It was super deep. And then Saturday morning, everybody was like, what happened? Like, it looked like they had taken a hairdryer to the track. Like, it dried out in, it didn't make any sense in 12 hours how much drier it got. Uh, so I'm like, man, this can't be how they planned it. Now they're going to be behind. There's no way it's going to work. And then it did actually work. Which I don't know if that was a happy
3: accident or, or right. maybe it was by design. I I, or, I heard
0: I heard the wind. Yeah. I heard they had massive wind. I, I don't know It was
3: very well it was I don't know where you were at, Steve, but I I was up on the hill and it was I mean it was windy all day on Saturday. Yeah. In the morning Wait. all the way through. I didn't even know you were there, JT. You were here this weekend? Oh yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah, That's he's great. he sneaks in, dude. It's 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 real real shady.
3: <laughs> no, I have a credential. I'm 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 good. I know you don't, oh. Steve, but I do.
0: Right. <laughs> Shout out to my credential not being ready for the first round. And in my past experience, when your credential isn't there on the first round, you are trapped in credential hell. And it doesn't get taken care of for five to six races. This is my experience. It's many others' experiences. If it's there at round one, you're in. If it's not, you are screwed. And that's where I'm at right now. emailed, talked to people all last week. Nothing okay. happened.
3: So you believe you're, you're in some sort of purgatory?
0: Yep. It, it will get taken care of, but the over-under has been set at four races. And uh, I take the over. So
2: Let's get back to the track prep. And by the way, I was somehow ended up with two credentials, Steve, so you can just be me for the next couple of weeks. If that oh, was.
0: yeah, please. Yeah, Look. there you go.
2: Just be me. Right. Because um, I am both Racer X and Television Crew. i two different people.
0: And you um, caused so. the race to be on uh, late last night as well, I heard? Uh,
2: actually, I'm glad you brought that up. Here's one other uh, thing about the track prep. Um, because the race was not scheduled to be on live on NBCSN anyway, it was going to be on like two hours later, um, they took an extra eight minutes. They added eight minutes to track maintenance, which they do not normally have time to do and can't do, um, to get a little more water on mm. the track. Oh, okay. And lo and behold, yeah, because at the end of that first moto, you were seeing dust. And I, I agree, JT. I was like, man, these second motos are going to be, how are they going to pull this together? And then uh, that extra eight minutes the second motos were pretty good. And I'm like, oh man, that's almost the ideal timing that you would need. You could get away with not flooding it in the morning if you could get a little more water into the track midway through the day, which you normally can't do because you're trying to have four straight hours of racing. So I don't know. It, it, it was all like this happy coincidence to me where it ended up being different than usual.
0: We also. actually pretty good. We also, I, we also, I was
2: waiting for the riders to trash it, Steve, but you're right. No. Hunter Lawrence and Roxon said they loved it.
0: Um, also, we had some nice cloud cover for the second 450 moto that probably helped also. Yeah, that
2: might have helped. Too.
0: Um, but, but, you know.
2: I don't know, man. You'll, you'll never win on this because some riders are going to say, you know, the rougher, the nastier, the deeper, the more technical, the more rutted, the better. Uh, and you'll also hear the argument that slows it down, which is safer. Uh, we heard some riders say that. Um, but then others are like, yeah, sure, it looks like there's eight ruts in a corner, but one rut is better than the other seven. It's, it looks multi-lined. But it's not multi-line. Like, not all. how can you have eight ruts in a corner that are equally fast? Right? Yeah. So just let me move around and and figure it out. So you would have two completely different schools of thought, and what I'm going back to is the absolutes. One group will say absolutely the rutted track is the best track, and the other will say the unrutted track is the best track. They both can't be right, so I'm not sure.
0: Well, I think we've seen enough of the ruts and the soaked in the first practice to now try the other way. So let's it try that. Disaster.
2: It was not you know, a disaster. Let's try that. Like
0: if yeah. you go and watch nationals from back in the day and even when JT raced, which is god knows 30 years ago now, tracks were different. Services were different. We had different we had different tracks and services and let's try that. Let's go back to that. But anyways, part of me wonders
2: um, you know, back then they didn't have that time crunch. I mean, the motos were the day was pretty lax, right? Right. Um, so they could just, okay, if we need to water for 10 more minutes, we fell behind, yeah, just do it um, but the other thing is I mean, ruts, you could prep couldn't you, JT, correct me if I'm wrong on this if you prep the track exactly the same in the two stroke days and the four stroke days part of the ruts are a byproduct of the bikes now, right?
3: Yes, and, and one other factor too that we, we can't do anymore is uh, the promoters and the AMA, whoever, the powers that be would also be fairly proactive in practice where they would put Uh, Steve's favorite tough blocks or hay bales or whatever in the insides of the corners. And they would preserve those and force us to create other lines. They would force us to create lines through the middle of the corner, the outside of the corner. And then they would leave those. And then once it was race time, they would open up the insides and then those insides would become usable as well. We can't do that anymore with time qualifying sessions. So, yeah. That's a, I think an under uh, reported on aspect of it and it's just yeah it's just the the format we're in now but it it certainly changes how the lines form.
0: I thought they did that in Supercross now or no wait. No no that's just the tough blocks falling under the track repeatedly. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Oh, I got that. I got mixed up. Oh, All right. Gosh.
2: Hey. Was that more of the Saturday practice?
3: Uh was that partially because you had two days of, of Yeah, riding? maybe. They did it Sunday morning too because none of it was oh, okay. none of it counted. It was yeah. just practice. So. Oh, I see. Yeah.
0: We had yep. Weege. When I started, we had Friday practice.
3: Yeah, I, I rode Friday practice. Friday
0: golf. practice, hangout Saturday, race Sunday.
3: Yep.
0: It was amazing. Saturday was Good golf board. day. Uh, so, Friday was an open two-hour practice, all bikes, all sizes, just two I hours. I didn't play
3: golf. I was in high school, so Saturday was usually like homework day for me. <laughs> you, you and only you, JT.
0: <laughs> Friday for me was at the hotel, everyone checking out their bikes. It was like a bike show with mechanics. Let's check yeah. out your bikes. Let's check out your bikes. All right.
2: If, you, if anyone's wondering why these changes were made, eventually the teams were like, yeah, let's just go to a one-day format, please. That's where that came from. Right, right. Instead of three. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> three days in a hotel for every member of our
0: staff. Yeah. We're good. Uh, so, yeah. Ken Rockson, 1-1. Uh, Dylan Ferranda said he had a few uh, – uh, had a brake issue in Moto 1. Not really sure, for you know, if that was true or not. But anyways, Kenny sneaks by for the first Moto win. Uh, Dylan rode great. Dylan rode fantastic in the second Moto 2, man. Uh, and Kenny wins, and uh, he's upset at any sort of mention of a possum, playing possum. He doesn't want to talk about possums. He doesn't want to eat a possum. He doesn't want any possum talk at all. Very angry about this. You know, so – but anyways, he was amazing, yeah.
2: Um, yeah, so as deep as this field is, and that first moto was spectacular for a while, uh, and then they eventually – was just three of them, you know, AC along with those two broke away, and then they broke AC um, – I know it is early, I know it is early, and we know that dudes like Sexton and AC are balls fast, and other guys are proven champions, so it's dumb to say it's over after two rounds, but you're seeing a separation for sure, like if would anyone say that Roxen and Ferrandis aren't the two best guys in the first four motos? like can you even argue that?
0: nope uh, uh, no, okay, all right i won't I won't get argue. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it was repeatable.
2: The two best guys at the first two races were the same two guys.
0: Yeah, but Adam led laps at both races. You know.
3: Yeah, and Sexton was good in that very first moto.
0: Yeah, everybody, but but okay. But I mean, the same here. I
3: mean, part of the part of the game is not crashing. Like that's, that's part of it. Yes.
2: To me, Kenny going one one and Fernandez could have should have won the first moto and then pass all of those guys. He came from ninth to second in moto two. I'm like, okay, I know it's only round two. I know, and it could change, but. There's a like a little bit of a pattern development.
0: No, Ferrandis is for real. I'm. Yeah. I will now. I last yeah. week I wasn't sure. JT yeah. wasn't sure. He's good, and will be good the rest of this year.
2: Yeah, like but this is a real threat. He just he might r- be my favorite right now. He
0: ripped through the pack in that second moto, like through these awesome dudes, you know. So yeah, yep. I, I, I'm on board. Yep.
2: Well, what I'm getting at is here, if it were be- I know this is ridiculous talking about this after round two, but look, if you're, we, this has literally been the discussion of a judge and a jury here. Will Roxanne be able to re- maintain this for 24 motos? We're about to start having the same conversation again. I don't think there's any worries about Ferrandis, Like he just did it last year. Crooked judge. So, <laughs> there, if Kenny keeps this up for the first five or six races, we're now going to get back into the, oh, but he's going to fade. Well, Ferandez, I don't think that's even a worry, right? So, no. Where are we at?
0: Um, yeah, Roxon's the two-time national champion. So to say, you know, the only question we have with Roxon is, is physical going ahead, going forward.
2: I'm aware. I, yeah. I've heard you ask <laughs> yeah. this
3: before. Now, right, we, we got it.
0: But uh, <laughs> JT, you're on board with Ferandis? You're on the Ferandez train.
3: Yeah, I mean, he's been great. Oh he boy, deserves... here we go. Wait, hold on. I know.
0: I'm waiting. I'm. I'll wait. Yeah, he's been. He's been great. Okay.
3: There's nothing you can take away from Ferrandis right oh now. Absolutely nothing. Here we
0: go. With all due what, what respect. I, this with say, this, this is I, with all due respect. respect.
3: Not at all. No, what am I going to say? If I think you you're going to
0: already... say you're not. You're not. You're, you want to wait. You want to no, wait.
3: No, I'm good with Ferrandis. I'm more wondering, do the other guys respond? That, that's all. I think Ferrandis is going to be this guy all the way throughout. I'm just wondering, can these other guys get any better? If they don't. They're not going to see him, you know. And, and uh, when I say who, I mean Sexton, because I think he gets back into there at times. Like I think he can win in this class. I think Cincerillo can win. Plessinger's been much better. So while Ferrandis is fine, it, it really doesn't have anything to do with Ferrandis. I'm just wondering if the other guys get better, and it's not just these two running away all the time. Uh, so that, that's really more what I'm looking for. I think Ferrandis will be this this good all year.
0: Weege, what do you think of uh, – I'll, I'll give
3: you that. I'll give you that, JT. That's
2: a totally – I mean, you think about the names that you would have to just write off. It doesn't seem possible, right? It doesn't seem possible to be like, yeah, uh, Tomac and Muscan and Osborne and Webb. I mean, they got nothing for Ferrandis. I mean, they, they'll no, never be able to get them. It No, seems crazy.
0: I, I, the, the, the question was, to me, is this repeatable by Ferrandis? Going forward, and that's where we're at. I don't think we're we're dissing any of the other guys. Well, I think you know, I think
3: he will be this good. I'm more I'm more wondering: can the other guys catch up? Right? Can they raise their game? Because I don't think they're riding very well. There's a there's a whole lot of guys that we're going to get to that are not riding well right now. Can they get back to their? Because I think their normal level can give Ferranda some trouble. Right? I'm not saying they're going to go smoke him or anything, but if you don't if you don't think that. Marvin's underperforming. Tomac, good Lord, we'll get to him. Uh, Webb, all these guys are – they're not riding very well right now, and I think they would be the first one to agree with that. And then you look at Sexton, who was arguably better than Ferrandis, you know, at the first round. He crashes in the first turn. I I think he's going to be in there too. So I'm looking for a little bit more parity than just a Ferrandis runaway in the series.
0: Wow, or Roxon, for that matter. I mean –
3: Yeah, yeah, of course. But I'm saying, like, we're speaking on Ferrandis specifically. Um, I just think we're going to see – Lots of different tracks, lots of different weather, lots of different variety, and, and we'll get some of these guys getting getting better over the course of the season.
0: Well, he ripped through the pack in Moto Two, which is awesome, but it also says you know his starts aren't quite there yet, right? Uh, they were in first moto, second moto, not so much. Paula, not so much. Um, so that's the that's always been his thing, where he just starts. And Kenny starts are great. Adam starts are great for the most part.
2: Yeah, starts and even that first lap or so, uh, and and. Adam and Kenny are like all time in that category of just balls fast two seconds into the race. Um, but it's weird. You really feel it like the difference when you've watched 17 Supercrosses. how much longer these races go, you know? Yeah. Um, he had plenty of time. Yeah. He was no catching Kenny because Kenny was ridiculous in that second moto. But I mean, I, I think if I don't have all the angles that you do from up in the tower, but I mean, Barsha was a long way off. Plessinger was probably a long way off. Right. And he caught him with time to spare right? Like, they were pretty far up the road from Ferrandez, weren't they? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. You you almost have to remind yourself, like, dude, this race is literally 15 more minutes than a Supercross main. Yeah, no. And you can overcome a lot more.
0: That second moto for Ferrandez showed me more than his win. You know what I mean? More than his moto win at Paula, to me. Yeah. Like, he was just like, see you guys, I gotta go. You know, and he closed the gap on Kenny a little bit, but hey, whatever, you know?
3: I think, I think when the track's that brutal, like, again, it was rough and hot and really challenging to go fast on. You can make up a lot of time. You know, the the gaps really get dramatic as far as if you're on it and you're really aggressive at the end versus guys that are just trying to survive. You can make up, you know, three, four, five seconds a lap, which is pretty crazy, but it happens all the time.
0: So either, so Weege dropped the possum question to Roxson in the press conference. Unbelievably unprofessional, but he did it. What?
3: Why? Why? Is there a, a
2: double entendre uh, meaning of this word that I'm yeah. not aware of?
0: The Kiefer's theory is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And you just gave it credence. You just let, you know. Just, no, no. I
2: was letting Kenny respond. So just so people understand. So what? Uh, Kiefer had said he thought that maybe Kenny was actually knew that he would be good at the beginning of yes. the year and was playing possibly. Yeah, yeah. Which like is a the ridiculous
0: theory. Right, right. Kenny's going to right. psych out the world's best riders here by, you know.
2: right. So Kenny actually responded to Kiefer's comment pretty, pretty brutally.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: so I felt like, hey, Kenny obviously is passionate about this, but that's not what he was doing. He responds to Kiefer in an Instagram post. He might want to spread the word a little more broadly than that. So I said, hey, for the record, Kenny, you, I think you want to let the world know that you were not playing possum at the beginning of the season. Is that, I believe that's an excellent journalistic question. Uh,
0: I don't know. I, I, uh, I DM Kenny. Uh I, I I up the start straight, I focused I, I, I sent him a video, an Instagram story of him going by me and then like you know, whatever, ten seconds, right, before another guy comes, and then I just put a giant possum in the middle of the story. Like there's actually a possum uh uh GIF. And uh <laughs> okay. and I just sent it to him and he was not happy. So <laughs> But um yeah. I mean he was yeah, great. I- so
2: it's a real question. He he I think it was I, I bet you there were fans out there that were wondering, wait a minute, maybe he was lying. So I gave him the chance okay. to say no. I swear to God, I really did not think I would be this good at the beginning of the year. This was not a mind game.
0: Right. Wow, he was great. Fernandez was great. <laughs> that was cool to watch. AC, um I was surprised how much AC dropped off at the end of Moto One, J T. Like I'm not surprised that they gapped him, right? Like whatever. That's fine, they're on it. I don't know if Adam would drop back that much.
3: Yeah. Do you think maybe once you realize it's not going to happen, yeah. it's a conscious decision
0: maybe yep. to,
3: to just bring it home? Right. Cause I, I think if you know, you're going to stay in your position, like you're secure from the guys behind you and you, which he was like, yeah, you've, right. You've yep. given up the ghost on the guys in front of you. Then why not save some energy and just chill? You know, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. You know, if, if he was full out and like, God, I got to win. I got to win. And he couldn't and dropped off. I think that would be concerning, but I don't, believe that was really the case i think right. he was probably conserving a little energy and i think he was deep down thinking if i if i save myself here there's a chance i can win this overall which it he, didn't go that way but
0: he uh he couldn't be first at the finish line he just couldn't kenny had to blow by him up those rollers
3: well it was like the opposite of last week right where yeah. ac was just a madman kenny yeah. was just unstoppable on that first lap how
0: about that that, that first lap up the rollers <laughs> <laughs> dude that well was awesome. I, yeah. you know
3: it's it, when you really break it down Adam protected the inside, which by doing that, he wasn't able to hop over that big jump. The big one. Yeah. Right. Which it's crazy how these guys are so skilled because that wasn't what was designed to be jumped. Right. The the track is built where they were supposed to roll that one and then double in. Well, these guys decided, screw that. I'm going to hop over the takeoff. And when Adam, yeah. Yeah. Kenny's like, okay, go inside. I'm just gonna blow past you here. Yeah. But Adam, understandably, was trying to guard the inside. Um, so when you really look at it, it makes sense. But yeah, it was visually, it was pretty cool to watch.
0: Um, all right, I think we're at that point. We're at that point here.
3: Oh boy. Oh boy.
0: I mean, don't you guys feel like we're? Uh, it's fair. Yes. We, we, break it out. It is. We need do to. It. We really need to. We really need to talk about this. So. Um,
3: <laughs>
1: we
0: do. Eli Tomac. Uh, panic button. Where are we at?
2: Yeah, I got it. I, I, I'm sorry. i sorry. I had to find the junk drawer in the middle of the night. I had to find the junk drawer because I didn't even want to look for the junk drawer last week. Right. So I had to go find the drawer and then dig through the drawer. JT, at least you had considered the location of it.
3: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I found it. I knew where it was. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And I flew back last night from mm-hmm. the race. Uh, it was the first thing I did when I walked in was wow. get it out of that drawer and, and set it on the counter for this morning.
0: It's uh, It's not good.
3: So hold on. I, we I need understand. to lead into this because Weege is, uh, you know, 300. And... Okay.
0: There it is. I mean, it, it I, mean is, I was talking. I was talking. It has don't been don't activated. Worry about, don't worry about any of that. Well, I was, you know, the, the, we're, we're on live uh, podcasting, so I couldn't quite get it to play right when I wanted it to. So.
3: Okay. But I think it was interesting Watching, you know, we 340 mile trip to make this interview happen because I I watched it. I watched Weege's interview because I wanted to see how Tomac's kind of approach to this would be. We don't get a lot of Tomac interviews, right, where he's transparent. So I was curious to see where his his demeanor, what his demeanor would be and his attitude. And I after watching it, I felt like he was pretty loose and he was pretty forthcoming that the weekend wasn't good. And he expected it to be much better in Thunder Valley. So going into the morning, I was like, ah, oh, he'll, be, he'll be pretty good today. I, I expect a podium from him. Qualifying went pretty well. And then, oh, dear God, were the motos not anything like that. Uh, so I was curious to see how Weege kind of absorbed that interview and thought. And then to see the, the motos go completely the wrong direction, uh, it was even more concerning.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, I, I completely had the same vibe. Um, you know, I run into a lot of random fans. Unlike you guys, I actually talk to them, and okay. uh, you know, so the the standard question you get all week is like, "Oh, who do you think's gonna take it?" And I'm like, "What about Tomac, man? Like, he's good at this track. He won here last year. He he really seemed like he's 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 got a plan that last he'll, he'll fix it from last week. And then yeah, when you watched him, I think he was like second or third in qualifying. But when you saw him put in his his heater laps, he sure as hell looked good. So I'm like, why not? And uh, yeah, so that made it worse. Right? Like, he didn't come into the race. Like, if he had told me, hey, man, it's a deep field. Like, it's going to be hard. If I start eighth, it's going to be hard to pass these guys. No, he made it sound like that wasn't acceptable and it'll be better and I'll roll, I'll go further forward this weekend. So, to hear that and then have it actually – I mean, it was really worse than Pallon, wasn't
0: it? Oh, it was worse. It, it, definitely worse. it was yeah. definitely worse. Yes, it was. Yeah,
2: that's what I mean. Like, I mean. This is, this is a problem.
0: It, it, yeah. It, I mean, again – Joey Savacci just went around him. Sexton went by him like he was standing still. This uh, This is shocking.
3: I mean, the second moto, he was there. And then Muskan, who arguably had a bad moto going from first to ninth, absolutely dropped Tomac. I mean, he was like 16 seconds behind Marvin, who was arguably having a bad moto too. It's
0: unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, know the
3: obvious
2: thing people are going to be like, well, he's leaving the team. He's he's just riding it out for six months, but that's not normal. Like, we don't see guys at that level ever do that.
0: No, no, absolutely not. The, these, yeah, right. guys like him don't mail it in, right? They don't just be like, oh, I'm giving up. Shout out to no. the guy on Twitter who said that he heard Cowie took all of his works parts away.
3: That was that was the tweet of the day.
0: Sh- shout out to to that guy, <laughs> Cowie just rolling out of production clamps and <laughs> brakes and just be like, yeah, <laughs> hey, man, here you go.
2: It's not just the guy on Twitter. It's,
0: <laughs> it's, it's out there. Oh, it yeah. is? It's on your YouTube comments?
2: No, not YouTube comments. Just YouTube um, videos, in fact.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, there
2: are some theorists out there. Right. Imagine,
0: look, imagine that. It, it's, we uh, just
2: want to squash this right now. We've seen riders at Tomax level switch teams a hundred times. The team and the rider do everything they can until the last day they work with each other, often winning. James Stewart on this team. Went 24 and 0 while leaving the team in this series for the same team. So there is no evidence that Cowie is pulling parts or Tomax. I like F you guys. I'm going to roll around at 11. Yeah.
3: Why, why would Cowie ever, ever? I don't even want to justify that, that theory. It's, the, it's no,
2: unbelievable. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. unbelievable. There's it's too unbelievable. much money and effort. God. Right. Yes. And here's Tomax's motivation, everybody. What do they get when they win a race? Probably 100 grand. What do they get when they win a title? Probably a million dollars. You, you, they, they, there's too much money on the line to just cruise.
3: So, Callie, Callie's plan is to make their bike look worse.
2: Yeah. And yeah. I know millions of dollars to stuff, Mark.
3: But yeah. They're it's already. Be it's... Eli Tomac and make their bike look worse.
0: We're already talked about this too much. Um, You're
3: right. You're
0: right. Sorry. He. he yeah. th- this was really bad. If you weren't there. And, and, and also. Imagine all the therapists that are gonna uh, see people to- Tomac fans on tomorrow morning at their offices. Just, you go to Colorado, you're like a casual fan. You go to Colorado, you've seen Eli Tomac whoop up on the field for ten years, and then you see this. You're just like, what's happened?
3: Steve, have I, you heard from Dylan?
0: Dylan has been quiet for a long time now. So, okay. um. Dylan and Raining
2: Yellow Dylan and Raining Yellow are on an <laughs> island
0: somewhere. Uh it's uh it was bad and I mean look he went back to his old setup. You know um so that you know there was some problems with setups and stuff last week I guess and this is the old setup and they need a new setup now from the old setup. They need to ditch the the old setup for a new setup. I'm not a big setup guy but we need so, a new sir- setup.
3: Really, where, do, where does it go from here? And this is, this is a very uh, – we're just – there's no right answer or wrong answer. But what, what happens now?
0: I just think he's a 5-10 to 10 guy the rest of the year. Okay. Like he gets a start and he, he maybe get on the box. and Does he
3: win, does he win Southwick? Does he, does he show up and perform at the races where we expect him to?
0: No, I don't think so. I don't think you can be this bad on a track that you're normally pretty good at and, and win a race down the line.
3: Okay, does he, like, is this week like, oh, hell no. Like, he's in Cortez right now just hammering motos as we speak. Or is it like, you know what, this, this sucks. Like, we'll get him next year. Well, you just go through the motions.
0: Didn't you feel like after his double DNF last year, it, he was kind of like, this sucks. I'm just going to go through the motions. I'm already all these points down. But he
3: still won some. Like, he yeah. won yeah, yeah. Iron Man. You know, it wasn't when this bad.
0: Right. No, no, it wasn't this bad. But when he put himself in position to win, he did. And when he didn't, he didn't win. Right.
3: Yeah. And that, that one I could I could almost understand last year because you could you could take the attitude of this wasn't my fault. So screw it. Where this year it feels like, hey, this is this is on you, man. Like you got to You got to go fast. And I, OK, maybe your setup's not where you want it to. But that's also on you to set your bike up the way you want to. You, you can't go 10-10 at a race you usually dominate at and not take, some of the, not take some of the blame. I just don't believe that. Regardless of what is going on behind the scenes, you have to take some of the blame.
0: I talked to Sexton after the race, and I didn't, I, want, I didn't really quite know how to put it to Chase, but I did want to ask him the question, like, what's it like just blowing by Eli Tomac? Like, literally, like, get out of the way. And he's like, yeah, it is kind of weird, I got to admit. Do, but, you guys,
3: you know. do you guys feel like some of the aura is gone? Oh, for sure. It has to. Like, be. Yeah, it has to. Yeah, be. the shine is is coming off where I don't think these guys are intimidated anymore.
0: You know, we you you've been on <laughs> yeah. the, you've been on the um you've been on the hey man, he's uh he's 28, you know, he's older. The window thing. The window thing. You've been on the window yeah. thing. So, six, six,
2: you know, 6 years as being, or 5 or 6 years as like the guy. You just can't maintain it, but I don't know, like I was feeling good about that theory, but I didn't expect like this is a inexplicable level at least supercross is like manageable or we all keep saying like maybe he's three percent maybe he's just lost that last percent which seems right reasonable but this doesn't seem wow. I, I don't really have any parallels Does any can anyone come up with a parallel he has no injuries as far as we know he's on the chad same reed bike.
3: chad reed 2010
2: like where he sucked yeah yeah but i mean apparently he had epstein bar outdoors. He, did. He, he was sick and he was on, hey, at least that you know the year before he won the title on a Suzuki, switched to another team. Like, um, everything looks the same. It's the same guy, same bike, same team, same everything. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I have no parallels to this, unless there's some injury we don't know of. But I, I can't think of a fir- going from first to tenth in essentially
3: one year's time.
0: Shout out to Marks for the tweet saying, here's star racing with their contract going through a shredder. <laughs> uh, you know, as, as bad
3: as it is for Tomac, It's not a whole lot better for Webb or Muscan or a few guys. I guess the expectations are a little different. But, I mean, for Webb, I don't think they should be a whole lot different. No. I I agree. I I mean.
0: So, Webb got the whole shot, Moto2, and uh, finished eighth. Marvin never really got going at any point during the day.
3: Marvin was the whole – Marvin got the whole shot, moto.
0: Marvin did? Yes. They were
3: side by side. Yeah, Yeah, both of them. And they got eaten up.
2: Pre- like, it's pretty alarming when they get starts how quickly they start getting shuffled.
0: It's, yeah, it's slightly better for those guys than Tomac, but only because they're not a three-time 450 national champion, right? But, yep, um, right.
2: Like you see, Webb try all of his tricks to like ride defensive and keep dudes behind him and do all those things, and it buys him about three quarters of a lap before they still get him anyway.
3: Yeah. You can see you can literally see the frustration in him, right? He's just fighting fighting yeah. those guys and then he just he just doesn't have it yet. I I'm, I'm guessing yet, but he just doesn't have it right now. Right. Right.
0: Still though, the, you're the most worried for Tomac, right?
3: Well, yeah, that's the expectations thing, right? It's is his legacy in 450 motocross is just so strong to see and and also he's finishing worse than all those guys too. So there's that. Yeah.
0: Oof. Yeah, got to be uh going to be tough over at Red Bull KTM on the off week, trying to figure it out.
2: Yeah, I talked to Roger DeCoster uh, Saturday morning, and as usual, super blunt Roger, he's like, yeah, the, the forks were too soft at the opener, and the bike was unbalanced. But hey, they picked those settings. <laughs> like classic, <laughs> right. classic Rog. Yep. So that's, again, they also thought fair, they though. had a fix.
3: That's fair, Like You have to take some blame as a rider. You're the one telling the, the engineers the direction you want to go.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, um,
3: I like it, JT. I like it.
0: Barsha uh, was good again. Bam Bam was really good.
3: Yeah, give
2: give them whatever he's got. Yeah. so much better. He's really good. He's like really good. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The yeah. difference between Barsha and those two KTM guys is
0: stark. Well, you know though, Ouija, you're right about that. But you know, a YZ450 has pretty much worked them <laughs> first two rounds of the series, and that is just I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. 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 So money
3: talks and you're
0: saying I'm just saying Ferendus AP giving it to him
2: So we have always wondered what would it be like if Barsha got on a KTM and now we have to be like what what if he got on one of those
0: Yamaha Yes <laughs> yes we have to ask that question I th- I feel like we have to okay. ask that question
2: Okay
0: All right <laughs> Um but no Barsha's been good uh and AP was good too man AP was uh like he came from, he told me that like he doesn't really like uh, Lakewood. It uh, the elevation gets him, you know, this and that. Uh, he still came up in the first moto, worked worked his way up, and second moto uh, was great as well. So, AP's in this thing, man. That's really really
3: well, man. Really yeah. really
0: well. Really showing yep. JT. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, I was very invested in those takes that I had. I literally don't even remember. What did you say that was so insane? I, 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 mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm very. Yeah, I have no idea either, so. but I'm
0: here for it. Yeah, I'm here for it. <laughs> exactly.
3: I'm all about it, but I don't remember even where it's it was. Just, no one is no one is happier about this than Steve.
0: <laughs> nope, absolutely. <laughs> about time you talk shit on these riders, constantly, <laughs> and now they're now they're making you pay. And I, I'm fine with that. Um, but no, he's 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 been good, and you and you know, Aaron's going to get better at these East Coast tracks. There's always that bullshit about you know, ah, oh, he's an East Coast guy and. You know, without a lot of evidence that points to it, but 100% Aaron Plessis should be better on the East Coast, right? I mean, we all know that. Yeah.
3: I I, I think we're going to see a lot of those guys continue to be really good. I think my biggest question is do the guys that have sucked, do they get better?
2: (sighs) Yeah, that's what I'm trying. I was was digging through every resource – that I had to try to think of a parallel, like, hey, there's a weekend off, then we go to High Point. So they have a weekend off, and we go to East Coast. How many times have we seen a guy really bad the first couple motos and then start winning? I, I, the only one I could think of? Was Dunge. The only one I could think of? Yeah. Stu. Stu. 2014. Oh. Stu, 2014, Stu, a disaster, the first uh, four motos at Hangtown and Glen Helen. And then he goes one one at high point and just rolls Dunge, Kennard, and Kenny, no problem.
3: And I don't remember what happened after that.
0: Oh, I oh yeah, I can't text. remember. RV in twenty well, eleven. Also,
3: 2011
0: also well. by the way, uh, uh, yeah, Dunge Dungeon twenty, whatever year that was, Hangtown. Dungeon twenty ten, and
3: yeah, then RV in twenty eleven. Right. But I feel like it wasn't RV even in twenty eleven, like salvaging like three fours. Yeah, but
0: he was, yeah, but he was like he was
2: like forty seconds down. You're right. He did find 40 seconds. So also, I guess there is, yes. Also, is Stu's
0: evidence, win, by, for the record, Stu's win at high point was supposed to be taken away, but no one has really done that. Do you think no. Stu has – I think yeah. the record books have changed. Do you think anybody – who who would have won that race? Who who should win, win that race? Do we know? I think Kenny, That's second. Okay.
2: Yes,
3: that's maybe, right. The FIA ruling said all his results were to be removed.
0: Yes. And during that, and literally yeah. no one has done that.
3: Was it <laughs> Kennard in the mix there too? I yeah, think yeah. Kennard yeah. was in it. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. Anyways. Um so okay.
3: So I guess it has been done. Maybe so, we're are we overacting? We have seen
2: dudes thirty to forty seconds off at the end of a moto, and then by round three or four, they're winning. We
3: well, it's it. possible. I, I think this weekend off is is really big, uh, and w- and we'll find out, right? We'll we'll see in in Pennsylvania in a couple of weeks. Well, but I, I think there is an opportunity here for guys to take some big steps forward if they are, if they're willing to do it. You know, that's that's I think another question: Are guys like Tomac? Are they going to just Drop everything and p- throw themselves at this thing, or are they just like screw it. This summer's gonna suck.
0: we if you say 30, 40 seconds, that'd be great. Tomac would still be 30 seconds back if he got 30 seconds. <laughs> oh, okay, he's a minute, he was a minute behind. He was a minute, so down. so a... <laughs> he needs double of finding 30 seconds. <laughs> this is the shit on Elon. Like okay, okay, all right.
3: Like, Tomac, like at the end of the second moto, he pretty much just quit.
0: I I can't believe what I was seeing out there. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I still don't. I still can't believe. I I he got rolled by dudes. Get out of the that way, was what he Eli Tomac.
3: I'm saying at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I he know. was just riding around. Right. right. So of the one minute deficit, thirty. He could have been thirty I'm seconds. Gonna say better. Four, oh, I'm so going to say where forty. So that's we're at. That's... To, I'm going right, right. to say thirty-five to forty. Okay. He wasn't catching Marvin. Marvin was pulling away. Marvin was like fifteen to sixteen seconds ahead of him.
0: So. Rank them in order. I think I know who's number one. But oh, God. Tomac, Webb, Moosecan. one, two, three, in order of most worried about. Tomac's yeah, Tomac one. one. Tomac's one, sure. right? Weege.
2: Uh, Webb's second, and uh, I'll put Moosecan third.
0: Okay. I think I will, uh, too. Yeah.
2: Here's why I put Webb. Webb's actually beating Marv, but the reason I put Webb ahead is because there is this fear of, like, this narrative that it's just going to be like, We'll forever know that Cooper Webb just wasn't very good outdoors, and it will be a serious mark or stain on his legacy. And I know these riders say they don't care about that thing, and maybe they don't. But Marv's already proven himself. He, if he ends up not winning another national overall for the rest of his career, he might win more. But even if he doesn't, Marv was good in his time. This is a different scene. Webb never figuring it out if it continues like this, which I think is more of a problem.
0: How, how do you explain the dominant 1-1 Millville from Webb? couple years ago
3: yeah, I don't know see where are you at on Webb? because you've been pretty defiant saying that Webb's going to be good this summer he had to, I, he had the extra time, he had those weekends after supercross he's really proud like he's going to come out. this is the only thing he's never won. Where are you at on that take?
0: well, I still think I think he's yeah there's no mailing it in for Webb he's trying he's going for it it ain't working, but he's not mailing this thing in you could you could see him how pissed he was, you know, and I know somebody who who talked to him after the race and it's not good, right? Um so yeah, it's you know, I I think the effort is there and he, I think he's just wondering what the hell is going on, right? All right. But uh I don't know about Tomac. I don't know if there's if the effort is I, I don't know what's going on. So 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 strange. Um
2: I think I picked him in the title. <laughs>
0: Uh, all right, let's move along here. So, Sexton six, good job for Chase. He said it's not a good track for him, so he was okay with his ride, but he can't wait to get back east. Uh, Christian Craig was good. Christian Craig was good. I was trying to get him after the race to talk about the difference between his Honda and his Yamaha. He just really wouldn't go there. He didn't really want to do <laughs> he that. He rides
3: this track well too. This is a good track. Run, yeah, I feel.
0: So, uh, Craig was really good again, seventh overall for him. He also did did just
2: put Craig in the group. Like we talk about these 10 or 12 guys. Yeah. Like the way
3: these first four motors have gone, he's just in that group. He's
0: in that group for sure. He was there last
3: year too. Yeah, he was. We have to remember that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's really like, you know, continuing to shit on Eli here. If you look at the results to me, that top 10 is a group, right? And then you have the Savachi, Bogle, uh, Mad Max, those guys, um, our buddy Osborne, the defending champion, uh, back flared up. I don't care. I, you guys know this. I don't care how much he was telling us he was fine. I was always very wary. I'm not happy to yeah, be right. I'm not happy to be right on this. Mm-hmm. But backs are gnarly, and I also motocross is gnarly, right? So, right, but I, I understand
3: what you're saying. But if you're you, – you've had back injuries, I know, right? And I, I've had nagging ones for a long time. They're good until they're not. Right. You know?
0: No, no, so for sure. It's,
3: it's really hard to say, like, yeah, because you can feel fine. I, I I feel fine for months at a time. Then I'll, I'll get out of a chair one day, and I'm like, oh, shit. You know? And nothing yeah. really brought it on. It just decided yeah. to, to be bad again.
0: So, I don't know. It's not good for Zacco. That's for sure.
3: No.
2: I don't even know. Did he race the second moto or not?
0: He like, oh, tried. Two laps. Yeah, he tried. Okay.
2: Okay. The press release, the Husky press release said he did not line up.
0: Oh. Uh, no, he definitely did. No, he lined up, okay. yeah. He definitely did. Yeah, yeah I
2: thought I saw, Yeah, I thought on uh, my timing and scoring, I saw him, like, in last or whatever, not out or DNS. Yeah. But this is funny. We went through all this Eli stuff and some WebMR before we even got to Osborne, whose situation really is worse. Like, it is,
0: but I just – it's the injury, right? It's yeah, just, just yeah. injury-related. Those other three guys, from what we know, are nothing to do with injury, so – I just, with backs and motocross, I mean, he, you know I, you know, I know I know what's wrong with Zach, and dude, it's tough. Like, you know, like you sit down, you seat bounce, you whatever, you get off the couch wrong, like JT's mentioned. It's just, he's, I think he needs surgery. Yeah. I think he's going to need surgery, yep. and then, and then uh, yep. he'll come back. So, I, I don't know if he's going to continue to, you know, he's got a week off, which is good, so... That's not good for Zach Osborne.
3: It's at what point? At what point? Like, okay, the championship's probably I'm,
0: over. I'm at already. This
3: point, right. I'm already no, that, Right, yeah. I'm saying, like, when do you pull the plug? Now. And say, okay, okay, right, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough.
2: You guys saw um, you get a wider angle than I do.
3: Watch the race on the side. First moto, that,
2: you you both seem to think that he was in that one, right? Till he, yes. yeah, he fell. Yeah, he fell. I did. Yeah, yeah. It was those three guys, but your, Zach was right there.
3: That was that moto a year ago. You're going here. Comes Zach. Just wait mm-hmm. for it at the 20 minute mark. These guys are in big trouble. Yep. And yeah, I mean, he crashed, so we didn't get to see it. But
0: um, yeah. good job for Savachi. He had to, he had a bike issue and a fall, but he looked really good. This is a good track for him. Uh, Bogle was surprising. I may or may not have been trying to pick Bogle for Palmex Fantasy, and then somebody who's really close to Bogle, who named whose name rhymes with Schman Shroom and told me to not pick him. So, uh, thanks for that. Uh, Bogle really, rode really well. <laughs> uh, Dino, uh, after the race, he was not happy, but, you know, it is what it is for Dino. Fast Ferdy was good. Um, Scott Meshi, shout out to Scott Meshi. Rod Bell, yeah, boy, is, is the summer Rod Bell back? 19th? I'll
2: tell you, I was hanging out with uh, that whole group, A Ray and him, um, my uh, good close personal friend Connor Olsen JT I don't know if you know him
0: oh, oh yeah. Uh, but we'll get yeah, to yeah. that we,
2: we'll were, to we that. were hanging out um uh, before practice and uh I was he said he was battling Rod Bell last week and I was like hey that's pretty good Rod, I mean Rod Bell you're a top 15 guy he's like no not anymore I suck now
0: <laughs> okay
2: so that's where he's at
0: also uh Cade and A-Ray found each other both motos Did they? oh yeah oh yeah 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 <laughs> both motos they were they were twenty bikes apart at different times, but oh no. At some point they all came together. William. Yeah, William and Cade coming together. Um
3: oh, unbelievable.
0: A Ray beat him first moto, second moto, Cade got him uh late. So yeah, it was great. Unreal. Um Unreal. Okay, so we ranked the the most worried. JT, you never did rank. Did you rank Marvin thir- second or I third? The, I had the same.
3: I okay. had Tomac, Webb, Marvin. Because Marvin's expectations are right. much lower. Okay.
0: So yeah. we got another ranking. Most devastating injury. J-Mart, A-Mart, Phil.
2: Oh. When you put it that way, it really was one of the worst weekends, actually, in motocross history. I might, I, I, like might never
0: come, I might not never come back to, to the races again. This Me might too, be actually.
2: I'm out. Okay. Daniel Blair, you want to get to the booth? <laughs> Ralph, you available?
0: I mean, to me, it's Troll Train, Jmart, then Phil.
2: Well, it's hard to rank because obviously Jmart has the most on the line. He crashes out of the points lead, which is terrible. But we don't know the extent of his injury. We know the extent of Jmart. Jmart's done. Right? Uh, J-Mart
0: said on his social, "Time J-Mart. to get healthy."
2: Yeah, so. I think Jmart's done too. Well, in that case, I'm going to put J. Mart at the top.
0: Well, that's ridiculous because Troll Train seventh fastest. It's
3: ridiculous! Come
0: on, seventh fastest in the first practice.
3: He's got a red here, plate here. Here you we know go. He, he he had a, he go. was turning
0: his season around. He was moving forward, and then disaster strikes on a poorly prepped track.
3: Oh, oh God! Oh, God. <laughs> I really? You doubted it? <laughs> you are you are truly unbelievable
0: on a track that's I- dangerous. Oh, Death Here defying, sad, sad. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> uh. um, um, And then I'll poor, Phil, and that. then poor Phil comes in last for, for all of us. <laughs>
2: yeah, in every way. Like, can we screenshot the results to send to Phil? Fortieth place.
0: Oh, it's he's in a deep dark place right now. I bet.
2: Dude, I saw Phil before the race, and he already said, "I hate my bike, and I hate everything." Before the race. <laughs> and then I don't even know what happened. I, did, he,
3: did he get knocked out?
0: First turn with Jeremy Smith. Jeremy Smith oh, broke his God. collarbone, and, and Phil went flying. Oh, my God. Yeah. So. Phil. I will say this. And now it seems it, like a rotator cuff or something for Phil. Shoulder, rotator. Did you hear any more, Weech?
2: I heard rotator cuff and concussion is what Phil was theorizing, at least. Okay. That's
0: uh, the only response I got back from Phil all day to numerous texts after the crash was I just got one text that said "fuck," and that was it. That was it. Nothing else. No details. So,
2: oh, sorry. I will say this: Jmart is the most devastating because he was literally the points leader, and that is bad. Now, I know Jmart's narrative to you, Steve, is he's fighting for a job, but he's not. He's not fighting for a job. No, no. He will be fine. Uh, what was depressing, Steve? Did you go over to the troll train rig after the crash at all?
0: No, no. I heard they packed up early.
2: Yes. So I went over there to check on him. He was already at the hospital. And there's the team at, you know, 11 a.m. packing up the tent because they have no other riders. Right. And he's presumably out for the summer. And I'm like, that is like triple depressing because like a whole team is built around this one thing. And then one crash ruins it. And I'm like, hey, that's Phil. Phil hasn't raced in a year. His whole thing was based on coming back at the Nationals. He has two first turn crashes in the first two rounds. And now who knows? It's like you build your whole season yeah. around one thing, and it's just done.
0: Yeah, think of the motos those guys put in. I mean, just being st- straight serious, right? The the road miles and the motos that they all put in.
2: Yeah, yeah, for one thing, right, right. one two-second incident to ruin it. Yep. I mean, Jeremy Martin will just be back next year. He'll be fine.
0: Right, right. Yeah. Terrible. So that is devastating. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, anything else for Ben LeMay, JT?
3: Uh, typical Thunder Valley blowing fuel and, uh, yeah, bike, bike cuts out and runs out of gas and all kinds of bad things. It happens every year to people at this race.
0: Right. Um, all right. Uh, shout out to Cody shock was good. He had a flat was up front there for a little bit. Uh, got a flat. Um, has been underwhelming so far a little bit. We're waiting. We'll, we'll get there when it's time on the softer tracks, but
2: I feel like Anthony's right there. You know, if you look at who's beating him, it's all right.
0: Oh, says the guy who has to do interviews with him and twisted. I mean, tea he is segment. my guy now. We, yeah, we do. We right. do a show <laughs> with
2: Anthony every week. Right. But right. I don't know. Like he's yeah, but well, he went 13-13. But well, I don't know. Is, are we that level with Tomac? Is it like you should be beating <laughs> Eli Tomac? Is that what we are?
0: <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't but, know. I spoke to an unnamed uh, person in the pits who was appalled by JT's. Accusations of Weege being bought and paid for in his show. So,
3: uh, hey, all, all I know is the show was much better this week. I was appalled as well.
0: All right. Um, thanks to the folks at Fly Racing for making this happen. Uh, FlyRacing.com, of course, the, the Formula helmet, Rion Technology, it's super quiet, it's super lightweight. They do a good job with it. Uh, and also, too, of course, the Zone Pro goggle is a big push from the guys at fly this year. And uh, so, check that out if you can. Go to your favorite. Dealer or go to your favorite e-tailer like motorsport.com and check out the latest and greatest from Fly Racing. Uh, Thanks to those guys. Renthal, of course. When you look at Renthal, you look at Kenny Rockson winning the race with Renthal Bars. Uh, The undisputed global leader in manufacturing design since 1969. Renthal has become notorious for a relentless obsession of detail and quality through their commitment to produce the finest products on the market today. Weege, how many U.S. titles do you think Renthal has?
2: 259.
0: 222. Oh. Good job.
3: Uh, Should have went Cairo instead of Stu.
0: A fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters, it <laughs> all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal. Thanks to those guys, Maxis Tires as well, of course, for coming on board with us. Uh, SGB Maxis guys uh, running the um, tires out there with Rod Bell, A Ray, and now Jeremy Smith, who's got hurt. Uh, so thanks to Maxis Tires, uh, mountain bike tires, light truck tires, trailer tires. They've got it all. Maxis.com uh, for more information, and uh, Motorsport and links as well. Thanks you to, uh, thank you to KoboLinks. 25 years since KoboLinks <laughs> lowered the first bike. Uh, they're based in Boise, Idaho. Today, they make lowering suspension links for everything from a Aprilia to Yamaha. Used by trail riders, motocross racers, and adventure tours. Like the first link, each one is still seen seated in Idaho for riders of all ages, heights, and abilities. Increase your plushness. Improve your cornering. Gain confidence by having a lower center of gravity. KoboLinks.com. Get 15% off any link and free U.S. shipping by using the code PulpMX. KoboLinks.com. Use the code PulpMX. And uh, and say with those guys. Um, all right, two fifty class. Let's get into that a little bit. Um, what
2: about Onyx Maps, bro?
0: We're gonna do those in a little bit. I didn't want to put all the reads w- at once. Oh, 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 okay. Settle I'll down. I like, like it. All right. All right, two fifty class. Uh, good, good job to Justin Cooper. He was fast all day. Both hole shots two uh, two on the day. He was a little pissed we each, huh, that he didn't win a moto and pulled it off.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> it's kind of the weird thing of motocross, you know, where he gets. Essentially he tries everything he can to beat Jeremy Martin in moto one, gets beat. He tries everything he can to beat Jet Lawrence in Moto two gets beat. And you're the winner. Right. The weird thing about motocross. So props to him for, for not pretending. Uh, I remember legendarily when Team Belgium won the two thousand three Motocross Nation. Steve, you remember that race?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. And there's Stefan Everts like in the press conference trying to pretend like this is great. Team Belgium won. This is awesome. I'm so proud. But everybody knows that's not what anybody cared about. He got beat by Carmichael, and that was what really mattered. And he's trying to pretend that he's happy that Team Belgium won the event. But he got rolled by RC, and that's all anyone cared about. So it is funny to watch those Rodgers play that game. So I applaud Cooper for basically being like, yeah, but two guys beat me. I can't be too stoked.
0: Uh, JT, their little battle with Coop and the Jet was interesting. And they are both fine with it. I don't know if they're just saying that to the media, but they both were fine with it but it was aggressive.
3: It was aggressive. Uh, I think as long as they keep it at that level or, or safer, it's fine. Uh, but man, both times guys could have crashed and and they have, I don't want to say bad blood, but they've certainly gotten into it before there were the dog comments and, you know, donuts and all the podium antics that went on before. Uh, so this isn't the first time we've been down this path, but I, I think as long as they, keep it respectful where they're not endangering each other, I think it makes for a great series. Um, I just hope they can manage their tempers and emotions in the moment.
0: Jet and Cooper, Jet and Moseman, Jet and Faulkner. It's a generational uh, talent of uh, starting rivalries, really. Here we go. Right. What do you think with each of those moves?
3: Yeah,
2: I was shocked to hear the reactions. They were pumped on it. It was good, aggressive, fun racing. Uh, (laughs) But they both played that game. Yep. Um, they both. I mean, you tried to to ask them several times after the race, and um, I guess they're cool. That. Um, I mean, what was Jet's, uh reasoning? He was spinning, and he got off. If he had got off the gas, he would have high sided. He would so have high sided. Yeah.
0: He had to stay on the gas. <laughs> yes. And, and Cooper right for his wheel. <laughs> right. Oh man. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it was good. But, right? Hey,
2: we're here for it. That's what we like. I'm it. fine with it.
0: I'm fine with all those moves. JT is not a fan of that type of racing. He said that eight million times. No,
3: I'm I'm good with what went on. Okay. I just want them like don't go way above and beyond that. I just don't want to see anybody get hurt.
0: Right, all. of course. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's that that to me is is great. Uh, that first moto was great too. Uh, jet said he had nothing for them. Uh, we had a red flag. Uh, the jet was le- Jet was leading with the red flag, right? Or was he second? No, he's
3: he's right J- behind J mart J mart was leading. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, all right. Yep. That would have been a great moto too before the red flag. uh Hopefully, yeah. hopefully Jerry Robbins okay. I think he is because he's been on social. So. Um, But that would have been great. But then Jet said second moto, the second start of the first moto, he just had nothing for those guys. Uh, RJ was in third, and he just kind of laid up. He said that was it. And, uh, I mean, props to Jet for admitting that, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, you figure he's not short on confidence, right? And uh, especially after the opener. Right. So, um, yeah, he didn't say change the bike or anything. He just beat him in moto one.
0: Uh so Cooper first, uh Jet Lawrence second. Uh J-Mart, of course, that first moto. He'll be out now, I would guess. Looks like he's gonna get work on done. So that, that kind of takes one guy out of the mix. So I don't know, JT, like maybe Hunter can get in this mix. He kind of rode by himself uh both motos. He didn't have a lot of pressure either way. Um but right now Cooper and Lawrence Jet, Cooper and the Jet look like they're uh gonna be gonna be the guys the guys this summer.
3: Yeah, I think Hunter will get better. You know, I think we're gonna get into tracks where his experience will show up right a, a track like mount morris is much more uh, euro style stuff that he has a lot of experience with and i still think you're gonna see jet have just some 17 year old moments here and there he'll be good uh, but i don't think he's just gonna rattle off you know one two, one two three, one two three for 24 motos so maybe that allows hunter to get in there and maybe we have some inclement weather which we know hunter rides really well so i, I, I don't think this is over and I also don't think that Justin Cooper is just heads and shoulders better than than Hunter either, right? I think there will oh, be no, motos yeah, yeah. where Hunter is just faster than him. Uh, you know, Justin had a really good day. <laughs> right. But if you watch Paula, Justin Cooper wasn't dominant by any means, uh, has, right? He was in the mix with a few guys.
0: Has Justin Cooper, and maybe he has, I don't recall Justin Cooper ever having a 17th to first moto like the Jet No, did. no,
3: no. That's not what he does. Right, right. That, right? He, he gets good starts and he manages yeah, from there.
0: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Which I mean, that's awesome. You know, that's a great yeah, trade. But but I don't think Cooper has Jets raw speed.
3: No, I I don't think so either. I think if if Justin Cooper right. gets bad starts, uh, he gets eighth in that moto. You know right. that that's just what he's going to do, which which hurts him in a series, and it opens the door for other guys right. to get back into it.
0: So you know, Weej in my recap of this year at the, in the fall, I'm going to say that. Like, so you give give Troll Train fifty points from from Lakewood. You know I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um. Hunter, third, Joe Schmoto fourth. Uh, what about Forkner? So I went over to Peyton, Mitch Peyton, at the end of the day. And I'm like, hey, man, you want to do this interview? And he was like, do I have to? I said, well, you do sponsor it. It is the Pro Circuit Pulp Race. And I said, how about if we just talk about one guy? And he goes, okay. <laughs> and that one guy was not Austin Forkner that he wanted to talk okay. about. Uh, he was not in a great mood. But Joe Schmoda rode well. Joe wrote really. A, Joe said he made a mistake, and he started in second in the second moto. I don't quite know how you make that mistake, JT. That's but a
3: pretty big mistake.
0: That's a big mistake. So, um,
3: I, I think Joe. I mean, Joe deserves credit. Like, good job from him. Uh, I don't really have a whole lot to say about him other than good job. He's performing, but I think Forkner is the conversation. That, that's really what we need to be talking about.
0: Well, what is it?
3: I don't know. I don't know. I, it's it's not good. I don't know how you get tired there and really what it comes down to is is i believe when you are a factory level rider you have all the resources you are very well paid you let's face it he is the expectation for race wins and championships from kawasaki and from pro circuit in that class that comes with a lot of accolades he as i mentioned he's very well paid but it also comes with pressure and expectation and when you're not performing i want to I want to ask why. Like, how are how are you getting tired?
0: I he- I heard because from. If, oh, sorry.
3: Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: I heard from somebody over there that after the first moto, he was like told Mitch that it's really hot. I'm gonna to have to pace myself. And Mitch. <laughs> but how how is that possible? Mitch, I talked to another guy who's close to that thing. Guys, I, I mentioned that, and they're like, "You do not tell Peyton you're pacing yourself."
3: No, <laughs> you because <laughs> when if you are that guy, if, how are you not in shape, right? I didn't have riding coaches or trainers or any of that stuff, and I I made damn sure I was in shape. And if you're Austin Forkner, all you have well, to do is ask somebody. Like, man, like yeah. I, I don't feel like I'm in shape, and there will be help tomorrow. Yeah, someone yeah. will be there showing up with bicycles and running shoes and uh, well, Nordic track. Do whatever you, th- you Do want. you
0: think Mitch mails him some running shoes?
3: I, I, very likely, <laughs> but. It's troubling, right? Like, how do you oh. show up and you're not in shape?
0: I don't know, man. It's uh, it's not good. You know, I, I I thought about this last week a little bit. Now, it's a different level of rider, but, like, Tyler Medaglia, and I don't know if it was true or not, but Tyler is like, dude, I never got tired. I re- And and his fastest lap was right at the end, and he's like, I never got tired of Paula. I just, he's, I, he, yeah. you know, and obviously it's a different deal, but... I'm just like, yeah, you can, you can control one the, thing.
3: It's the one thing you can control. Yeah. It's just what you're saying. Right. It's absolutely true. Yeah. It's the only thing that you can say that no matter what, I'm gonna make sure that this doesn't happen. I'm not gonna get tired. Everything else, there's a lot of chance involved. I just don't have any I don't have but, any sympathy for it. I really don't.
0: So you okay, and Weege, he had a lot of time to get ready, right? Like he's been riding for a while. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay, so yeah, I don't think a, right.
3: dude, he broke his
2: collarbone at what? In he was it Houston?
0: Right. I, I don't know. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, so there, it wasn't was like January. January. <laughs> yes, that's
0: what I'm saying. It's June. It's now June. Um, that's what am saying. I'll
2: make it worse. I'm going to make it worse here. Okay. What I don't think anyone – the, <laughs> the storyline twisted or suddenly Tomac is leaving the team, which was not expected, uh, uh, even, what, a month ago, right? So it automatically makes your head tilt to like, okay, where's the future for Cowie? They got AC. And if – let's say Fortner came out and killed these first two rounds. Let's say he was 4-0 the whole thing would look different. You'd be like, oh, they get AC. He's coming around and Fortner's coming. Cali's fine. But when you suddenly have Fortner, who's supposed to be their future, struggling when their present is leaving, the whole thing looks totally different. And I know Tomac's situation and Fortner's situation shouldn't be connected, but they are. You're either good to go for the future. We can let Tomac go. It's no problem. Or uh, what are we going to do? We,
0: so, I didn't watch yeah. the broadcast yet, but did you guys focus on Fortner at any point in the second moto?
2: dude we really we saw him a little bit here and there he, but the key was that we had the Marchbank battle
0: oh him. yeah yeah yeah
2: and uh, at that time was when he was riding incredibly non-aggressive
0: jt he was exhausted you watched. Yeah. He, he, he was he was he was exhausted so
3: Yep. yeah i don't have any mercy for it i really don't man it's as you said it's the only thing that you can make sure of is that you're mm-hmm. going to be in shape
0: um, all right, Josh. Yeah. Moto fourth Colt Nichols. Uh, I had him in Pulp Max fantasy, so I really watched him. Dude, he was way back in both motos. He really didn't have a ton of speed, but man, he, he, he you know, his bike's good and he's in shape speaking of being but in shape and he just picked yes, guys off.
3: That is what if you're Forkner do that. If you can't go fast, then do the same lap times the whole time yep. and you'll end up at the front right. or, or top five. Right. That's, yep. that is the perfect example for if you're having a bad day but you're in shape, good things will still happen for you.
0: So good job, Colt Nichols, fifth overall. March Banks, another good ride, Weech for March Banks. Sixth overall.
2: It's been one of the biggest uh, surprises uh, of the year. I think one of the biggest, you know, this guy is probably exceeding expectations. He hadn't even raced outdoors two, two whole years, right? And then this team had never ridden outdoors, and it's a privateer effort in the 250 class outdoors. He's heavy. Um, all four motors have been great. Yep. I, I think it's one of the most pleasant uh, surprises of the year so far. Phil told, me, not expect it. Phil
0: told me he's 190 pounds. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's he's
2: tall. He he's, is. Yeah. He's a big
3: kid.
0: Right. But that's a good job for Garrett Mark, Marks-Banks, for sure. And you know how sweet that was to get Forkner. Right? For oh, him. yeah.
3: Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Oh, Yeah.
0: Uh, I want to thank the folks at Fly Racing, of course, Renthal, Motorsport.com, uh, OEM and aftermarket parts over at motorsport.com. Uh really easy return policy, free shipping on anything over seventy-nine bucks. They got a whole pulpamec show segment on motorsport.com as well. Thanks to those guys for coming on board. Thank you to Kobolinks, uh, and of course, uh, Renthal. And and also Arma. They got brand new hydrate. It's uh it's a lot of like the Blitz stuff. It's a hydration stuff, but it's not quite as uh Uh, as much uh, sugar as the uh, Blitz stuff. So the Hydrate stuff is a little bit better for you. In that case, uh, same great qualities as far as uh, replenishing electrolytes for you. Uh, They got the fire. They got the Blitz. Uh, It's fantastic. Uh, Arma.com for more information. Adam Cincirillo using it, of course, and many other guys, Chad Reed and such. Um, Use the code PULPAMEX20 when going to armor.com and you'll save so it's great try the new hydrate blitz or fire uh it works really well i mix them all together well i mix the fire and the hydrate and the fire and the blitz in a water bottle and uh it's great stuff so we and in an onyx maps
2: yes i mean look i've been out in the great west of the united states for over a week now and i got a few more days to go there are so many trails there's so much to do onyx maps has located and sourced and mapped and researched 400,000 plus miles of trails all over the country Steve, we got to get you in on this. It's huge for the e-bike community, the ant over oh, no, analog. What do you call it? Acoustic. Acoustic. Mountain bike. Acoustic is the term. Mountain bike community, and of course, dirt bikes, quads, side by sides, all of them. Uh, I even got to drive the famous trails of Moab, Utah. Side by side this week. Sounds very
0: expensive. Sounds expensive. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it, was, it was very expensive, but you know my motto, man. You only live once. I mean, what are you going to do? Take the money to the grave with you? I mean, come on. <laughs> um, so Onyx Maps is, I mean, if it's summertime. It's time to do stuff outside. So go to OnyxMaps.com or OnX Off-Road in the App Store and sign up. It's a whole lot better than using Google Maps on your phone. Trust me, I probably wouldn't be on this call right now if I was using my phone because uh, we'd probably be dead in the desert somewhere.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. So yeah. thank you to Onyx and, uh, and all the sponsors as well. Um, Dylan Schwartz, JT, was good. Uh, really, really strong ride for Dylan Schwartz. This was the kid we saw last summer um, when he, or last uh, couple of nationals last year. He was good.
3: Yeah, he, he was. He rode really well. And then on top of that, same old thing. You know, we saw this at Loretta's. We saw this last summer. He's in shape. He's in shape. If you don't have the speed to go with Justin Cooper, just find the pace you can go and don't lose it. You'll probably near, be near the top 10 that's just what happens in this class and uh yeah it was it was nice to see that and he kept moving forward the whole time which was cool
0: right uh RJ Hampshire? well same old RJ really um and I told him this I don't think he really likes this kind of stuff from me but I'm like dude you you, you know you just you got to quit with the mistakes and and he made one mistake and and he I somehow we got points at second moto. I don't know if you guys saw his crash but I saw the yeah I, oh, I, it was a good one right it was a good one uh I saw the bike and the legs flying through the air uh, it was the infamous Eli Tomac slash James Stewart spot. Um, and, uh, yeah. and, and you know, somehow we got points at second moto. But Weej, I mean, that's his thing, right? He's fast. He just – R.J. can't help making mistakes. Yeah, I'm wondering here on
2: R.J., uh, you know, even when he's riding well and he's riding the pace, you know, everybody's riding style is different. But we all know that he looks like he is hanging it out. You know, you have the – Jet Lawrence is the latest of the guy that doesn't look like he's going as fast as he's going. Right. Like William or those type of guys. Um, RJ is the opposite. So I'm not sure. Maybe he's comfortable riding that way. And maybe he's not as out of control as he looks to him. But the two things may be related. You know, when he gets third in a moto, you're still like, dude, he looked like he was on the edge. So then you're like, well, is it just inevitable that over the course of 24 motos, this is going to happen I, i'm not sure only he knows if he but, just but, looks that way or if he's really riding that way
0: but this is rj his whole career
2: well it makes me think that that's actually the case right like everybody's going 99 percent and he's going 101
0: right right yeah, yeah i yeah. think yeah.
3: i think for him to be successful and make a lot of money and get podiums in his class he has to take a lot of chances and unfortunately it bites him
0: 'Cause yeah, he's fast and he was he had a good start going on yep. that second moto. It was looking good, you know. Could have been So what's
3: the you know, what what's the alternative though? Slow down and get what like, I don't, that's
0: I don't what I'm think saying. he wants to
3: do that. Yeah. That, right. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's easy to say don't make the mistakes, but it's like, well you can't just go slower. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you no. can. It just yeah, <laughs> you just, can. yeah career career wise it doesn't go very well. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah. And and you'll you'll have people keep paying you money when you get on the box and then crash out the next moto.
3: That's you know?
0: true. Um yep.
2: Or you could be fourth all time in 450 national starts and you probably don't get any
3: credit for it.
0: Right. Yep.
3: Yep. Yep. That was shocking. I didn't. See, I didn't see that coming. You did not know this, JT. I had no idea. It's one no, of your. No. probably one of your. I, I would take it as one of your best claims to fame. Oh yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I okay. This will be on my tombstone. The, I, I did not know this.
0: We're gonna post that this week. Our buddy Clinton pulled a bunch of stats. The only problem is, is it's kind of incomplete. But we, yeah, it's the best we can do. But we need to. We need to try to get it actually locked down. Uh, That would take the AMA's help, and God help us for that. But um,
3: AMA's help might make it worse.
0: uh, John Dowd, leading career – leading 250, 450 – no, sorry. Yeah, John Dowd, then Kyle Lewis. That was kind of surprising. Then it was, I think, LaRocco, and then our buddy Jason Thomas, fourth place, most motos lined up for. I like it. Um, Thrasher – I have a uh, –
2: Okay, hold on one second. We're on the 250 class. So according to those stats, and they're not officially official yet, we believe a has gone into the all-time number one most motos started in the small class, 250-125, right? Yep. So That's so what we think. Is there a chance that he does not extend that mark any further?
0: You shut your mouth. Is there a chance? No.
2: No, no chance? No okay. chance. You'll be back?
0: Yeah.
3: All right. Yeah. No chance. Okay. I'm not to, saying it's going to You're trying to ruin Sunday's, or Steve's Sunday here.
0: <laughs> you're an asshole, Wigant, for saying that.
3: <laughs> I mean, Ru- dude, you showed me the x-rays. It's
2: it's a pretty bad arm break, dude.
0: He showed me the x-rays, and I was up in the announcer's tower. Right when I got the – I was announcing a little bit here and there, right? Just because Rocket mm-hmm. Rob and Megawatt, JT's guy, uh, uh want to break every now and then. Mm-hmm. and.
3: They thought, uh, they thought Sexton was leading the uh, first moto for like three laps.
0: What? <laughs> Thank God we got JT Weege around just to, you know, just to hammer any little I mean, slight. come on, man. <laughs> Who cares?
3: I do. You're announcing at the track with 20,000 people there.
0: Anyways, I got the x-rays from Amart, and I don't know why. I thought it looked like a tib and a fib. And I, and I said, oh, Amart's got a broken leg. And I'm like, wait, oh. he walked off the track, you idiot, like after he crashed. Like, you know, the, the video shows him eating shit and then walking away, right? Hold it, holding his arm, by the way. Mm-hmm. And I still sit on the announcer's <laughs> tower. He broke his leg. So if you're at Lakewood, <laughs> I apologize for... You're
3: just as bad. Right. Should have said Sexton was winning also.
0: Right. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Mo- Moseman deserved better. Moseman deserved better. Uh, he was fast. Uh, bike problems in both motos. Fuel most likely. Most likely the gas-gas had a gas problem. Mm. Not fun-fun?
2: Not not fun-fun and really disappointing. Uh, I mean, that's a lot of points to leave on the table. But I want to use Bozeman as the example to not kick these kids to the curb. Like, look at how far he's come. He's by just, they stuck with him, they stuck with him, they stuck with him. He is really good now. Really good.
3: Just, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, he had to be bombed. He moved forward, both motos, and then, yeah. Fight.
0: Don't you feel, though, that Mosman's results were better than some of those kids that we just talked about getting kicked to the curb?
2: They were slightly better, yes. But I am sure it was right on the Mendoza line. I'm sure it was like, mm, And they, they made the decision to stick with him. And I think they could have easily gone the other way.
0: Uh, speaking of kids, Jalik Swole, seventh overall, career best. Jaleek yeah. good starts. Rodwell. well.
2: You guys got beef.
0: I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah, we got beef. Oh, you have beef. Yeah. I, well,
2: I, we settled it. We settled it. Watch our uh, twisted tea best post show ever, and Swole and Steve settle their beef on camera. It's great.
0: But then at some point, I did say like I still don't like the kids. So I, I'm maybe the yeah, beef's yeah. back on. Like I didn't, you know. But um,
2: it's good. It's always good when a rider grabs a microphone and says, "Am I allowed to curse on this show?" Yeah. Right. Always <laughs> well, good. Right. And then I'm like, I guess you can. We'll bleep it. And he's like, this guy over here, Mathis this is bullshit
0: <laughs> yeah he he dm me jt and i never responded that's that's the start of the beef
3: yeah that's about it, right
0: right kids these days
2: well he thinks that's the start of the beef i'm like Jalik, look he hates all kids he hates all amateurs
3: all yes. kids no just kids it's, in it's, general like all that, kids that's true as a species as he hates them it's true it's true
0: <laughs> oh man um all right, so good job for Swole. um Swole, and Mosman rode really well, and it sucks that he had problems. Pierce Brown had a bike problem, too, in one moto? Yeah,
3: because he was on a gas gas. They had fuel problems.
0: Oh, okay. It, someone told me it wasn't a fuel issue, or was some, his bike broke. but They were we,
3: doing exactly the same thing.
0: Okay, all right. Um, yeah. So when they say the bike broke, it didn't really break.
3: No, um, he, he still finished. He just right. wasn't able to go. Uh, well, they they both pulled off at the same exact time and the same doing the same things. They stopped jumping the jumps at the same exact time. So right, right. if if it wasn't the same problem, I would be shocked. Yeah, uh,
0: Mumphy fourteenth. Uh, good job for Mumphy. First real privateer in the in the group. You know, for Mumphy, unless you consider uh, Schwartz a privateer, I don't quite know the 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 the, the gray line there. Uh, but if you don't count it, Schwartz, then uh, Mumford first privateer, fourteenth overall. Breezy rode well again. Uh, Max Volden was uh, had food, food poisoning, so um, not a good day for Max. I talked to I talked to Lone Wolf for a while, and I said, "Are you just over there just yelling and screaming?" I could just see you throwing things, and he just I think he thought I was serious. He's like, oh. "No, no, no, not at all." I'm like, "I'm kidding, I'm kidding, dude."
3: Can we get Can we get Max a new hat? Oh. Yeah,
2: those in those uh, interviews, it just doesn't fit right. I hate that hat so much.
3: <laughs> it just it makes me right. so
2: angry <laughs> Hey they told me uh, I don't know if you heard this from lone wolf So I guess the bike went into limp mode last week Before, before it started to blow up It went into like a limp mode uh, And it loses a lot of power And then they went back and like Looked at when that happened And like until that started to happen No one was catching him Like when he got past to the lead The bike was already down Like significantly on power So Oh, they were really shocked. <laughs> that, like, wait a minute. When the bike was running right, maybe he just would have won.
0: Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. who knows? Huh.
2: Yeah,
1: yep.
0: Um, yep. what else? Uh, Time Master Pool um, was okay, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. DNF first moto, second moto was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Styles Robertson's been it's been rough for Styles. It's been rough. I don't know. If it was a bike issue, he's got to be hurt, right? Like, well, he—I know he said he wasn't ready, hundred percent ready to come into Paula, but now we had a week yeah. later, so you know. Well,
3: know. a week really solves it.
0: No, but you assume yeah. he would still be able to be but better. This is,
3: but. i mean, this has been going on since like Atlanta,
0: dude. Yeah, he—he he, he literally paid podium to Daytona, and then I think it started the next week where yeah. he, he got hurt. Uh, has been good, Weech.
2: Yeah, he really has. Uh, he has been good. He had a pretty cool story there on uh, on Instagram. I think his yeah. rig broke, and then they were stranded, and the mom had to drive out from California to, like, rescue them and get into the track. Um, you know, there, there's so much talent, right, and there's so many rides, and the field is so deep, blah, 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 and you're like, man, what is the pathway for certain guys? And then it only takes a few races. Like, look, Pro Circus lost three of their five guys, for example, right? And then you do start seeing a pathway, First, say the master pools or the verisies of the world who don't have a ride yet where you could be like ah, i could see how a fill-in could happen and they get a shot or, or something like that and i know master pool already had a shot but i mean it's not inconceivable that he gets another right um so who knows if these guys keep putting in results you could see him on a factory bike and i don't even know how you describe breezy's deal he's like on the ktm amateur yeah, team i don't know either yeah it's not factory it's not not factory it's uh, it's Somewhere in between.
0: I see, uh, I can see Mitchell Harrison coming out. Mitch told me he would know this week on a fill in guy or not. You know, they're still helpful that Hammacker comes back, but I don't, if um, hammockers having issues at Paula and Atlanta, how is a one week off going to help it? Right? Yeah, like he's got to get, agree. he's got to get settled. So I can see Mitchell Harrison jumping back in there, JT. I
3: hope so. Yeah. I, th- I thought he rode really well last year. That, I mean, it seems like a really nice fit.
0: Um, all right. Well, Anything else? 250-wise? 450-wise? Nope. Are
2: we going to dump on Tomek anymore or are we good?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bro, it was bad.
3: Okay, we're good. We're good. We're ha- good.
0: Have you ever seen a worse ride from Eli Tomek? No, right? We've never seen it. That's, that's the worst ride we've ever seen from Eli Not Tomek. Not
3: outdoors. That's the worst outdoors ride I've ever seen from him.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, the, the, the indoors. he had the, the infamous uh, fade. He had a few. He had a few in Supercross. where he's yeah. like,
3: what in God's name are you doing? But right. outdoors, I've never seen anything. I've seen some bad rides from him. Unadilla, he got 10th in a moto, where I was like, what's happening here? Uh, but not both motos.
0: Yeah.
2: John Tomac is pedaling to your house right now.
0: Well, hopefully Steve you want to. ride with him. Yeah, I'll ride with him. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll, what you biking?
2: Full <laughs> <laughs> What, what's the max mode on your
3: intense bike? Boost. Control? Boost. Boost. Full boost for you? Full boost. And, uh, You're going to need and, more than full boost. Yeah.
0: No, if he was on no assist at all and I was on boost, I could keep up with him.
3: Yeah, That oh, would, you, you would You would be faster than him. That's Those yeah. things haul ass on
2: boost. Right. I don't know. I want to see that. We should set this up.
0: <laughs> we should. You know, I approached John one time when we were more on a talking terms, me, John, and Eli. <laughs> And I said, hey, man, I want to do a story for Racer X. I want to drive out to your house. It's only like eight hours away. Uh, I'll bring my Yamaha. I'll bring my mountain bike. And I want to go through a whole week of work with you. Like, obviously, I won't jump the jumps on your outdoor track because they are probably stupid. But I'll do the motos. I'll go bicycling. I'll do the weight room. And we'll just talk about how, how gnarly it is and how much I'm dead, how much I die. He wasn't down with it, though. I, great, I thought it was a great, great idea. Great well, story. I think
3: that would be a really expensive thing for most people to ask to do, be able to do. I don't think he's like, yeah, we need, we need the exposure.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but you know, whatever. So,
3: I'm not shocked to hear that he wasn't down.
0: Yeah, it. he wasn't really down with it. Okay, all right. Well, anything else, to Eli Tomac? <laughs>
3: oh, uh, one, one other thing. Uh Ayello was uh, winning the LCQ, and it was pronounced elite, elite. Aleio or something. K, K instead of Kai. It was they were saying K Aleio. That's what they were saying instead of Kai Ayello. K, Aleio.
0: I'm done with you, JT. I just you know like why don't you grab Bondo's mic and start doing that job and then come to the come to the tower, grab a live mic, like you know. God, you're just perfectionist here.
3: Well, I just, I, I like when uh, people's names are said right or when the Weed Factory Honda Rider, the right one, is winning the Moto. I like for that to be what, spot on too. Was
0: there a Mount Rushmore? I didn't see one. I didn't okay.
3: see one this Thank week. Thank God. You, weed was there? I don't think there was. You would well, lose. I don't actually see. We, we
2: throw them in like when the Moto ends and there's like a three minute commercial before they the podium's ready. Uh, that's what they've been throwing them in, but I don't actually see that seed. So last week they played him and I didn't see
3: him, so I don't know. I don't think there was this I think JT
0: was like, actually okay with last week's Mount Rushmore. Like, I think it was actually... I'm, he, I'm he...
3: fine with the Mount Rushmore, like, concept. I just disagree with some of the riders' picks. That's
0: all. <laughs> we know. <laughs> we know. Yeah, yes. allowed, I mean, I'm
3: allowed to have an opinion. It's okay. <laughs> like, it's fine.
0: Well, and Look,
2: f- I would love to get on JT for this, this criticism that he has of the announcing and the TV show and all that, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let it go because I feel like he is representing a demographic offense. Like, I feel like you're being a man of the people. There are many people that feel the same way and they would love to air these grievances also. And I feel like you speak for them. So I'm I'm going to let it go. Uh, Steve <laughs> listen, is not I, I happy don't,
3: with it, but I'm okay. I don't wish ill will on these people. I'm just, I, I'm just airing out things that I do listen. There are things in my life that I can do a lot better. And people tell me all the time that I can do a lot better. No, most notably Steve's. So, yeah, when I think there could be improvements, I'm going to say those too. I just yeah, I'm with it.
0: I just think you look for perfection, and and you know we're not all perfect. Some of us are just human beings, man. You know, trying to get through life. I'm not
3: asking for perfection. I'm really not. But when you're telling the fans that Chase Sexton's winning for an entire lap and he's not, it's Ken Rockson. I don't feel like that's asking too much.
0: I mean, we're, the the other man on the line here missed the start of a race.
2: And one of the announcers said Amar
0: had a broken leg. <laughs> <What> exactly. <laughs> one right. of the announcers is, said he broke that's his leg. True. Right? That's so I mean true. give these guys cut <laughs> these guys some slack. <laughs> God, it's tough up there. Uh all right. Well, uh okay. That's it for uh, Lakewood. And uh man, again, if you have a candle, light one for Eli Toma, because uh things have gone. Things- <laughs> She's gonna stab you in the forehead. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> It's just it, I I'm in shock. I'm still in shock. I can't believe what I saw. I you know so God it was amazing. Or who
3: is worse, Forkner or Tomac?
0: Tomac. Yeah, Forkner didn't ride outdoors last year. He's what is it, Forkner have four to five wins through his career outdoors? About Does not even not I even. I don't no? think so. Oh, I think I thought, one or two. Really? I feel like he yeah, won that's more. It. Okay. Yeah um anyway troll
2: train so. took him out one year at southwick oh
0: yeah that's right we got him. we got him good that one <laughs> took us took ourselves out of that one too though we were also coming yeah. out yeah
2: yep all right four, four solid steady veteran fortner got taken off by this wild young kamikaze
0: <laughs> an overly aggressive troll train he deserved it okay. all, all right boys uh thanks for thanks for calling in jason thomas and uh jason Wygant on the fly racing racer x uh, lakewood review show thanks boys see
1: ya thanks for listening to the fly racing steve mathis show If I wasn't going to give a hundred percent, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know. And it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss.